This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast, and today I'm with Francis McDonald. Now, Francis is one half of a, a family uh, affair who are going to be exhibiting at the Scottish Gallery in Dundas Street from the 28th of November until the 23rd of December. Francis, you are in Crinan in Argyll, so are you even going to come and see this exhibition? No, unfortunately not. Um, not at the moment because of the travel restrictions and uh, whatever. So, uh, I just have to, anything will be online. Yeah, and uh, of course the other part of your partnership, as it were, is Ross, your son, who is also an esteemed artist. So so tell me a little about, we'll t- talk about him first, shall we, rather than you. What does his art look like? Well, his is much more stormy than mine because he likes working in the winter and he works on his boat and sitting on the beach with massive canvases and uh, he doesn't mind being washed away by a gale. <laughs> so he has quite a lot of stormy paintings. He's got some sunny ones in this show, but on the whole, he likes to be working in heavy weather and at sea, you know, he's, he's a skipper of a 40 foot um, a traditional fishing boat from Tarbert. And uh, he takes out guests and charter trips but um, he does his art from that. So it's slightly different from mine. I prefer the sun. <laughs> that, sounds, uh, that sounds quite precarious, standing on uh, the deck of a 40 foot boat uh, with your canvas and hoping it doesn't get blown away. <laughs> that sounds... Uh... Yes, and he has, um, I mean, he sometimes has to sort of tie himself pretty well onto the mast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's not my cup of tea at all. So his are very stormy, but both of your um, your 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 artworks um, are representative of the islands and the west coast, of course, where you live, which is great in this year of uh, Scotland's coasts and waters. I think it's called. Um, so so you're you are working also with uh, with nature and and I, I I'm going to admit now I've seen one of your huge paintings at the Crinan Hotel up on the very top floor. Um, So I have a couple of things for you. Do you always have huge, massive canvases or do you work with smaller ones sometimes? Here I've probably got about um, seven fairly large and starting at very large down to 30 by 40 inches, which my son told me is old fashioned to talk about inches, but that's what they are. And uh, there, there are some very small ones, six by eight inches. You know, there's about 10 or 12 of these in the show. So lots of different sizes. And if I'm working outside, I quite like to work on a 16 by 18 inch canvas, which is a, just a very medium sized canvas. And then go back to the studio and do a large one there. I do like doing the large ones, but, um, you know, I've got to sort of uh, limit them slightly for a show. <laughs> Absolutely. You need somewhere with huge walls. That's the problem. And, and you're, to give um, people a, a flavour of what your art looks like, uh, they would have to think of art something like peplo, um, beaches, sea, rocks, all the lovely colours of the West Coast. Is that uh, a fairly... Uh, very minimal uh, description of what what your art looks like. Yes, no, I think that's right. I mean, I do. Um, I mean, I've always been attracted to the, these colours, the sort of pale, pale aqua colours, 
you know, just down where you've got a shallow and the sand and the sun showing that lovely greeny blue color. So I've always liked that even before I was painting. <laughs> if I was going for a swim, I was always looking for that patch. It looked really nice. So I've always had that color in my mind, even when I was, uh, I lived in Greenock for a while and was at school at Greenock Academy. And I was always painting in these colors, whereas all my classmates were painting in grays and burgundies. And it's, it's always been there, that color. I don't know why. Maybe I was just wanting to escape to that color. <laughs> Maybe you already day. knew that you were going to be living on the West Coast with all these beautiful colors on the in the sea and on the beaches there. Did you start um, painting immediately after school? What was, what was your... No, no, I, I went, um, well, no, I was going to go to art school, but I had a, my parents sort of, uh, well, I had a cousin at art school who was behaving fairly wildly. And I, my uh, idea of going was sort of poo-pooed a bit. So I, um, I did a really practical training at Edinburgh Royals and nurse and, and a midwife at Simpsons and worked in America for a year in operating theater. And then I got a fabulous job with Union Castle Shipping Line going out to Cape Town. So I did that for three years traveling. I really wanted to travel. So that suited me fine. And I was painting all along just to make some pin money. And uh, then when I got to Crinan, and that was 50 years ago now, I um, had plenty of time to paint. <laughs> so I just took it up more seriously then. But I had always had been able to draw and uh, paint fairly well. But it improves as you do more, you know? The more you do, the better maybe you become. <laughs> so are you quite... Are you self-taught in that case? Or? Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, I was, you know, I just, uh, even at school, I used to do my own thing, as I say. If I wanted to paint in pale blues and aquas, that was what I was going to do. So, no, I am self-taught. There's a few artists in the family, though. My, I had an uncle and my son, of course, an artist. My niece was at Glasgow Art School. It runs in the family a bit. It's quite a few of us. You know, talking of this year, and I know that you and your husband run the Crinan Hotel and you must have had to have been closed for a while. Did that then just mean you turned to art and busied yourself with that? Or how did you get through uh, the, the lot? Oh, well, this year I have spent quite a lot of time in my studio, but then also being a hotel that's closed, like everybody else that's closed and running a business, you spend a lot of time on paperwork looking at grants and whatever else you can try and get, you know, because that's what it's all been about this year, survival of your business. So, um, you know, that's all had to be done, lots and lots of paperwork. But the rest of the time I've been painting, which is really nice. And I've got two young whippets that really take up quite a bit of my time. <laughs> you have to take them for for uh, windy, windy walks along the canal, I'm sure. Well, they're not even, they've not even been able to go along the canal. Um, well, they can now that it's quieter, but they're not into social distancing at all. <laughs> um, they're quite crazy. And, uh, but we've got a, quite a big garden. So a lot of their time is spent out there. Mm. And um, tell me then a little bit um, about your, um, the, the reason then for your exhibition, because I understand that um, that there was supposed to be an exhibition earlier this year and it didn't happen. Well, as I say, Ross had, I had a show in London in um, February, just before the crisis and the COVID. And I was really lucky because, you know, I had a private view and all that stuff. 
But Ross, he had a show in May at the Scottish Gallery. And of course, it was right in the middle of lockdown. So um, that was quite disappointing for him because it was a big show for him. And uh, so when mine was coming up in December, we all thought we'd be open again. We're not really open yet. <laughs> but um, so he has a room now at my exhibition. So that was the idea of the combined exhibition. Yeah. And it's quite good to, you know, have a chance to do something together. Did you teach him to paint? Oh, no, no. <laughs> he, he, went to, uh, he went to Gray School of Art in Aberdeen. And uh, he, was, he was always really keen at school on uh, art and design. So I was encouraging, opposite to what I got. <laughs> I said, if you want to go to art school, definitely go. So he really enjoyed that. And uh, he did quite a lot of printmaking at Aberdeen. They're very good on that up there. And that gave him an extra strength with his lines and the type of work he does, I think. You know, I think that shows up a bit there. And so we're uh, very much looking forward to seeing this exhibition at the end of the month, but it's also going to be available online on video. I presume that they have a videographer who walks around and um, gives you a walk through as if you were there. I imagine that's how it happens. I think that's what they're going to do. I mean, they are going to hang the show, which is great. Because I think with Ross's show, because it was all new to everybody, not having a private view, the show didn't really get hung right away. But then later on in the show, the paintings went up. So people were allowed to see it. But this is going to be hung right from the beginning. And um, no doubt they will have someone doing, you know, what you say, yeah. um, walking around, <laughs> talking about them. But I don't think there is going to, I'm not sure. I don't think there's going to be a private view now. I was talking well, to Ross about that. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, the, the information that I have um, is that uh, you will be doing a private view on Friday the 27th at 5.45 on Zoom. So, okay. Mrs. Well, you know more about it than me. Well, no. Francis, you're going to have to get dressed that day. I will, I will be I'll make an effort. I've actually got a hat on today, just in case. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, listen, it's lovely to speak to you. I'm, uh, be, I'll be very interested to uh, see all your paintings. Family Affair will be at the Scottish Gallery, 16 Dundas Street, Edinburgh, from Saturday, 28th November to 23rd December, 2020. And if you wish to join the private view, then get in touch with scottish-gallery.co.uk. Thank you very much, Francis. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk Thank you.